Totally Cost Gosco podcast. Alan Tio here with Jody Claypool. Jody, good to see you today. Hi, Alan. Awesome. Good to be here. Hey, always good a pleasure. So we are so happy to be uh, here at the Kedco office uh, with Jeremy Kilgore with Lake City Radio. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. And so this is a bit of an origin story back to our roots of, of when we first sat down and started talking about the Holy Cost Gosco podcast. And so, Jeremy and Jody, you really helped make all this possible. Yeah, I guess uh, you had reached out to, to my boss, Woody Zimmerman, and Woody passed it right along to me, like, I want to say probably within five or ten minutes. And so, contacted you. I've known Jody for, I don't know, three or four years yeah, now. Three or four years, yeah. So, uh, Jody, when when we were talking, his name came right up, and then it was a, a pretty quick connection there. So Right on. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, I think the um, there's a there's a whole lot here because when we first started talking, we were talking about doing this. It was going to be um, JCI, Kedco, and WRSW's uh, podcast, and we were going to put it on the radio station. Yeah, uh, push it out through the radio station website, and uh, I really liked that idea. Yeah, right? and I knowing you, I was like, this could be great. We're going to have a ton of fun doing this, mm -hmm. yeah. and it's fun how the journey is just kind of shaped and and. Uh, and uh, how we've kind of learned as we've gone, because Alan and I, neither of us have done anything like this. So it's it was fun talking to you because we were talking about Joe Rogan, like, and I'm picturing myself. We're gonna unseat him as the king of yeah, podcasting. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're not there yet. I think we're, we're gonna take the presidential debate next. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go there. So <laughs> not a chance. So um, for the benefit of the people listening, go ahead and give everybody. Um, your backstory, your wife's backstory, um, and how you guys came to be where you are right now. Okay, so yeah, I was born and raised in Dayton, Ohio area, suburb there. Uh, I grew up, I from the time I was two years old, I went to the softball diamond with my dad and I could actually hit it back past the pitcher, he would tell me. <laughs> and so I, I grew up with sports, obviously. I played three high school sports and looking at colleges and grace at the time, they said, uh, hey, you'll start as a freshman, most likely, if you continue to develop. So, mm -hmm. oh, I, I like to play. I don't like to sit the bench. So I, I took their the scholarship offer, came to Grace and Winona Lake, obviously. And uh, from there, I threw my arm out as a freshman. And I, I still, to this day, I'm dealing with some of those arm issues. But uh, met my wife my freshman year in college. And right after graduation, she, her and I got married. She uh, actually grew up. In Cincinnati, about our parents' doorsteps were an hour, right. hour apart. Just to clarify, so for people who this is their first uh, podcast that they're listening to, Grace is a local university here. Yes, Grace College and Theological yeah. Seminary. There yes. we go. Yeah, so I was an outfielder uh, and a catcher there. Yeah. And, right. and that's what led me to the area. And then, like I said, my wife and I met at Grace. We got married. I actually had another semester to go. She had gotten a job. She's a she's a teacher here at the Warsaw Community Schools. Mm -hmm. And so we ended up staying, and I finished, and then I ended up staying on and coaching baseball for a while. And then from there, I was uh, working as, at a dealership here in town. Heard on the radio about a job for a, uh, a seller at the radio stations, and I applied, and here I am eight years later with that same job. Now, is Leah a, is she native to the area? No, she was born in, in Clearwater, Florida, okay. moved to Ohio, nine or ten years old, and then uh, 
we, we ended up staying up here after college, so she had went to Grace as well. Right on. So you guys do have um, a, an opportunity to compare some of the other places you've been to to this place. Yeah, yeah it, it's really odd that Dayton is a suburb, and I feel like I, it's time slowed down a little bit when I got here. Mm-hmm. It, it, I grew up interstate driving and there was there's no interstate people aren't going 80 miles an hour every day where wherever you're going and so it's been a little it's a little change but it's a lot the same and it's very interesting when people describe ohio and indiana it's all one and the same in a lot of aspects so she grew up like i said she started in florida so it was all sunshine and pond across street and ducks and picking oranges and eating them straight off the tree and then going up to snow and now she loves snow so she's like we can't ever leave because there's so much more snow here even than where where we grew up and went to high school and such like at one point I compared that it was like an average of 28 inches of snow back where I grew up in in Dayton and up here it's like 70 or so so I was like that's wow that's a big difference and you're only going like 100 miles north that's right yeah that's right so but uh yeah so Stayed here and, and been here ever since and, and really kind of fallen in love with this area, actually. Right on. So Jeremy and I met because of the Helping Hands program. Uh-huh. And for people listening, the Helping Hands program is um, creating 3D printed prosthetics and devices and finding trying to find recipients um, in which we can partner with them to expand their capabilities and explore their environment. And so we've had the opportunity to meet um, one of Jeremy's daughters, who's just delightful, and their whole family, fantastic, and it's been a great uh, opportunity to work with Grace College and with this family, and and just experience and learn and grow with the college students and, and their family and everything. Just a little backstory about how we got to know each other. Yeah, yeah, you had reached out, and Leah's former boss had uh, her number still, and called her and said, "Hey, we have Jody wants to to do this program," and. and We'd like to talk to you about Zoe doing it. And we're like, oh, okay. And I think she was about one and a half at the time or yeah, so. Right, right, right. Maybe two, just two, in turn yeah. two. So uh, that, that that was fun, random, and, and it's been, like I said, ever since. And she's now five and a half years old. So. Yeah. Last time we were playing catch. Yes. Wow. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So we give you ideas, and then your brain takes them way further than I'll ever be able to. And that's been a lot of fun. And so, actually, Zoe, you don't know this, I didn't tell you, asked about a week and a half ago when we were going to hang out with Jody again. Hey, right on. Yeah. So, what more do I? I got new designs to try out. So perfect. We're excited so, about that. Yeah. Was the, uh, remind me, was the, um, the person who connected with um, Leah, was that Jenny? Love? No. Okay. No. All right, because that, that, that name got brought up. I thought maybe that was her, so I was going to reach out to her again. No, um, it was uh, her former principal, Randy Polston. Oh, Randy. Yeah. Randy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so yeah. Randy had called us on like a Wednesday randomly and said that uh, Jody had, had spoke, I think, in the morning. At the Optimist Club. Optimist Club about trying to figure this out and trying to do this, and, and he called us that afternoon, and I think we connected within less than a week. That's so. right. That's right, Randy. Yeah, he's a good guy. So, yeah, we like him. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave Leah her first job here. Yeah, so. right on. Okay, so uh, help us uh, understand, first of all, so WSRW is... WRSW. WRSW. Think of it like Warsaw without the A's. Yeah, 
Yeah. But that is not where it actually came from. If I knew how to spell, that would probably be helpful. But okay, so give us <laughs> give us the background here. Okay, so for me personally, or how the stations? The station both? you have. How okay, so the going? station has been here, I think, seventy one years going, or just celebrated seventy one years, August eleventh, and so Rue Williams, I believe, was was the guy's name, Rue S. Williams, mm -hmm. and so everybody thinks oh. it's WRSW without Warsaw without the A's, but it is actually his initials. No way. Okay. So right. he started the stations, like I said. 71 years, 72 years ago, something to that degree. And he, uh, from there, built the stations, and, and RSW is now 50,000 watt, which that's about as big as the towers come. It beams to 19 surrounding counties up into Michigan and the edge of Ohio. Uh, and, and it's gone through some format changes and some ownership changes. And right now we're, we just got bought in 2018 by Kensington Digital Media, okay. company out of Tennessee. He actually was a former boss at our old company that owned us, started his own, and then bought us. was his second kind of mm -hmm. installment. So we have now WRSW, which is classic hits uh, a lot of times from 60s to like early 2000s, but not an oldie station per yeah. se. Stuff that I, now that I grew up on is starting <laughs> to get played from the 90s and 2000s. Then we have uh, Willie 1035 is, is our second station. It is a, a country format. It's a little different than some of the other countries that you, stations that you get because it's a little more, they play more classics, more of Hank Williams Jr. and Johnny Cash and that kind of stuff gets thrown in pretty much every hour mm -hmm. without a, a little less of the poppy new. So you're saying stuff. like now present day country's a little different? Is that what you're saying? Uh, just a little <laughs> bit. Just so you guys know, I like Willie. I listen to Willie all the time. That's my, that when I'm renovating the house, that's why I listen to it. I jam out on that. Uh, you know, I, I've gotten a new appreciation for country music since I've started. <laughs> I do listen to a lot more of it now, but I, I always grown up on like classic rock and now I've kind of switched to some classic rock and classic country. Mm -hmm. yeah, so right. very yeah. natural for me. Then we have our news station, which is WRSWAM News Now Warsaw. It, it's a thousand watt station that also has an FM transmitter. Uh, a lot of locally driven, just different programs that we have national programs, but also it's it's a news rotator, and we rotate this. And we tried something new. I want to say four years ago now, mm -hmm. and, and news it, you're there for only fifteen minutes because a lot of driving as mm -hmm. people that don't know. Warsaw driving is about 15 minutes. <laughs> That's right. I mean, Everywhere I go, 15 minutes. Yeah, That's and right. so you get caught up with any breaking news or anything like yeah. that. And, and what's really cool about working with the radio stations is it was kind of the first social media in an aspect. And I describe that to clients sometimes, and they don't understand that that's where we can break things. Eddie Van Halen passed yesterday, as mm -hmm. we found out, yeah. and it broke about 3.15 at 4 o'clock to the 5.30. For an hour and a half, we had nothing but Van Halen play. I mean, that's a quick turnaround. That mm -hmm. that's social media turnaround with live breaks and everything was interviews or talks about him. Everything went right into that, and so that's pretty neat that we have these big, you know, sticks that are, it's just air, but you get to listen to it, and so... Uh, yeah, but how I started there is they had a sports station at the time. It was 1027 The Fan. It had just moved to Warsaw, and they were looking for a second seller there. And I, I'm, like I said, a sports background guy. And I heard that, and then uh, I got hired. And they, uh, they, they've kept me around, I guess, for a little while. So I sell a lot of commercials. You don't hear me. I, I write the spots, but I, 
I sell commercials. I've done football games. I've done basketball games. Uh, so whatever kind of the station needs, I'm, I'm there to help. Right on. Right on, man. Now, how have they, um, are they adopting or um, exploring this new medium, this podcast medium that seems to be getting a lot of traction? Uh, believe it or not, so Monday our equipment arrived for a podcast studio in the back. So this is literally, I don't know, Wednesday now. So two days old that we found out the podcast equipment has gotten. Right. So we are setting up a studio in one of our back studio um, slash offices. So people can come in and record on their own. They can be their own um, uh, engineer, I guess. You know, the old mm-hmm. their own Jamie from, you know, Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah, right. right. So uh, just getting those things set up now, and we're trying to... To, to evolve, but it's been just an odd year, as everybody knows, but yeah. it's, it's been an odd year, but it also is a year as how do you evolve and how do you uh, stay relevant with everything yeah. with, with an ever-changing landscape of how media is consumed. Yeah. It's funny. I've had two friends who've talked to me about wanting to do a podcast. Now, these podcasts vary from just random, you know, kind of like a Joe Rogan, just yeah. finding people to just talk to in long form. Too. While I was driving here, somebody actually messaged me and said, that, yeah, I think it was because of this this podcast. Okay. They were like, hey, I want to do a podcast. And I was like, well, let's talk about podcast it. Podcast coaching, that's, that's a good <laughs> yeah, thing for so us. Yeah, so it's interesting. The podcast thing seems to be like, from my from my vantage point, it seems like it's, it's picking up some steam and people are getting interested in it. it. It's really odd to, to understand how people consume things because there's some things that we've consumed have really taken really short lives. And other things have really taken off. Facebook's really taken off. Twitter podcasts are really taking off. Yeah. And adding the YouTube video segments to it has mm-hmm. really taken off too. Just any new way that becomes a mass consumption and what gets pushed. But also you look at so many failed, you know, MySpaces or Vines or all these different things. Right. And so you, you have to kind of be wise in going, is this going to be around in six months? When I started the radio station, QR codes were sell QR codes, uh-huh. QR codes, then it was text codes. And and it's just evolving with the time and how quick can we make these things happen. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, I think I, the one of the, the reasons why this medium has been um, taking, getting some traction and really drawing the audience is because they, they're hungry for long form. Uh, they're getting these little snippets and packets of information, which are good if you, if you want, you know, something to make it feel a certain way. Uh-huh. You know, anxious, right. you know, they, they pump a lot of urgency. But when you want to dive a little deeper and just experience something in, in its more enriching form, the podcast is a nice medium. So I'm glad we're we're talking to you about this. Yeah, it really is. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you're fine. Go ahead. Well, well, I just think that it's become interesting that if you want something to consume or you want something to learn, you can you can become consumed with the podcast or it because you can have any topic you want. I've learned more about hunting in the last few years by listening to podcasts than I ever would have imagined. So, yeah, right. yeah it, exactly. it's just how you, how much you want to consume. Uh-huh. So here we got to figure out, you know, what are we missing? What can we add to the podcast uh, uh, podcast menu? But uh, speaking of things that are missing, so, um, you know, we're, we're featuring some, uh, some of the things that people like, some people, things people see as far as opportunities in the Warsaw, Kosciuszko County area. Um, you know, we, you're working, I'm sure, around all around Kosciuszko County. Yeah. Coming from Southwest Ohio, from Dayton, Cincinnati. I mean, 
What um what are some of the things you think we might might benefit from having if if you can wave a magic wand is there something or, or some things you, you and your family talk about as far as amenities you'd like to see here? Uh, there there is a few things that I, I'd like to see, but I don't always know how to get there. Can't change the weather. Yeah, yeah. If I could change the weather, I would. We'd be in heaven. Or if you know, I could put a mountain out back. We would be perfect. Can we do that? Can we put a mountain out back? Uh, I don't know, Mount Rumpke down in Cincinnati is a big deal. They always talk about making that into a ski, ski slope. Ski slope, yeah. <laughs> that was so, always a rumor. Uh, it's been a rumor for 25 years, probably, mm-hmm. since I was a kid. Um, some things I'd like to see here are just continued support, first off, for small business, mm-hmm. because it, it really stinks. It's not fun to see when you see a small business go out. Of, go out. And it happens. It's going to happen. It's going to continue to happen. That's just how cycles go. But the the support system that, that's growing here, I would say in the last five years especially, from even when I started at the stations to what it is now has really changed for, you know, small businesses getting together and, you know, there's there's YAP that, that young people are starting to get involved with. But it's nice. I've got friends here that, that take, have taken those chances that a lot of others are scared to. So mm-hmm. it, it's really nice to see. So I'd like to see more of that more small business there's a lot of restaurants here that have just boomed yeah right in the last few years and it's small business it's local it's one of a kind or two locations Mm -hmm. and that's that's something that warsaw actually really supports you see businesses come in i remember i'm going to mention a national chain but moe's came in and, and we worked with the guy as a local owner but he bought the franchise, but he came into the radio station just talking to him about it. Just the support that people gave him was just, he said, I never imagined that he almost doubled what he expected the first week because people support things here. And and so if you have a good idea that stands out, it it, it gets supported here. And so that's what I'd like to continue to see. And I I like to to talk about those type of things is how, how do you develop those people and then how do they ask for more business? Mm-hmm. Um, and any, that's any, kind of what my job is. Any examples of kinds of support we maybe were missing? Uh, you know, hey, if we had more of a, uh, more of a certain kind of business support that you might find elsewhere? Um, I, I mm-hmm. don't know because I've not been around Sorry. enough of it. But I would say one thing here that I'd like to see is down, downtown there's been some turnover in the last few years. And there's a few empty buildings here mm-hmm. that I think really could be taken advantage of for the good or take a couple of those and combine them because two or three of them move some shuffle some people around i know that's easier said than done but open open a youth center or something you know and and i would really like to see those type of things i know lyle at the lab was doing game night for for a while and that really took off and so i'd like to see more of those things because you give young people something to do or look forward to in a safe environment Mm -hmm. you know Warsaw is a fairly safe place, but you you put them in where you know what they're doing. It, that that's pretty exciting to me. So let me let me pitch you on something here. So yeah, concept we thought about at Kedco uh, is what if we could partner with a group, uh, another group in town, the Warsaw Community Development Corporation, the WCDC, and say, all right, let's let's figure out you know what are some things that we need or we would like to see in downtown Warsaw. Or, I mean, it could be. We work countywide, so it could be downtown Syracuse, you know, downtown Silver Lake. I mean, we'll work anywhere, but let's say let's find some empty buildings. Let's find some resources to provide either low interest loans or you know, if we can't do grants, I mean, probably more loans. 
and then do some business plan competitions and say, hey, we're looking for somebody to come in uh, and open an indoor climbing wall at this building. And so here's your window to apply. If you'd like to put an application in, uh, give us your pitch and the winner will get, I don't know, six months free rent and a zero interest loan or low interest loan from, from Kedco or WCDC or somebody. And uh, you know, at least a way to do a little bit of matchmaking as far as some of the needs we think exist or, or things that are of interest to people with, yeah, you're right. We do have spaces that are not being utilized or maybe to their full extent. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, if you do the climbing wall, I'm sure Brittany would put a business plan in well, that. Well, exactly. So. <laughs> She's one of our previous interviewers. Yeah. That yeah. was our idea for, for something to add to the community was a climbing wall. Uh, so mine was, uh, and we've kind of got this, but I want it like an arcade room, old school arcade room that hey, could be like a go. bar and grill like, as well. Yeah, kind, right. kind of where? Where is that? Like Fort Wayne. Oh, well, I thought that we need that here though. We need that here because <laughs> what they do there is it's old arcade games that we're we're all old enough to say our generation grew up on. Mm -hmm. Like the Pizza Huts or, or this, that, or the other. So you mean the, the Pac-Man? Yeah, yeah. Like my big fun one was, I think I played a Simpsons one. It was like oh. a big deal to me or a Ninja Turtles one. And, and so what you do is you pay just a flat fee. Yeah, so I've seen that too. That's And great. then, you know, they have some waiters that will, will bring a drink to you. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's a lot of local restaurants that could get in and partner with those type of things that... I, I don't know how to, the inner workings of it could be, but I think that would be a lot of fun. There, okay. There's a lot of things that we're, I think we're getting would be a list. Fun. We're getting a list. Well, so. you know, you know, I'm going to throw this out there. This might seem obvious, but couldn't we use like a go kart, putt putt, and batting cage? Hundred percent. I mean, that's every town when you reach a size like this has one of those somewhere, right? Yeah. So that gets to. I mean, we're talking about things to do in the winter time. They're indoors, right? Yeah. That are pretty low key. You can do you all know. that indoor. Well, yeah, just exactly. Put it all that building. Yeah, <laughs> one building. Just all in one building. Yeah. Right. It's called the Dave and Buster's. That's right. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. No, but Syracuse has yeah, right. building fronts too. Uh -huh. I mean, I, I did the Wawasee football games for years, and I've been up there. And my buddy works for the Wawasee Parks Department. Mm -hmm. and we talk, and it's like he—he's always asking me, and we, we just brainstorm together. How can you make something like that happen? Yeah. Right. That other people will want to partner with. Yeah. Because when you partner, when, when businesses start partnering, they do something well. I mean, yeah. that's just normally how it goes. Right. So. Well, again, that's, we want to be able to step in, provide more of that matchmaking, you know, just to help people, yeah, to get the right people on the bus in the right seats. Yeah, I like and, that idea, uh, though, because that's some of, some of what I think you and I have talked about and um, some of the struggles that I have is, first of all, knowing the first steps and mm -hmm. then connecting with those resources, local right. resources to help partner and get it done okay so yeah that's great so what about all right so we've talked about okay here's a couple things maybe we need to we'd like to see in Cassiasa County um again you've been here since college yeah. so uh, I mean you've gotten to know the area pretty mm -hmm. well you've been here longer than me yeah uh which that's a low bar it's only been two years for me okay. but uh but I mean what are some of the things you really enjoy I mean any kind of well-kept secrets where especially I mean we're trying to help people Kind of understand what is you know kind of what's there that's off of us 30 that you know kind of the 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 behind the was yeah. it what's rick steve call the show europe from through the back door kind of thing not seeing all the touristy stuff but yeah, right. kind of what else is there kind of yeah if you and your family were in a minivan you weren't from here you were listening to the podcast and something was brought up that made you want to turn the wheel what would it be something that you know is here 
Uh, so I know there's a lot of nature trails here. I know Winona Lake's got some great ones, but uh, they become popular because, you know, a lot of people know right. that trail. But there's some up in Syracuse, especially, and North Webster, mm-hmm. that it's just fantastic. I mean, get out and you're in the woods. And you can make your own trail. I've been making my own trails with with a buddy. We've been out here lately, and we went up to the Tri-County area, and, you know, North, North Webster, and... We just made our own trail and just went out for like four or five hours on Saturday, and it was just awesome. Uh, the fishing here is fantastic. You don't have to have a boat. You, you can find enough places that you don't have to have a boat. Because I don't own a boat, but I still fish right. consistently. A couple examples of places. Or uh, do you want to share? These... Um, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I think that you, there there are a few places really more north, north Webster. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lake Syracuse has a few pockets in there that you can get right out on, okay. and you can fish right off the shore there. And there's some docks where you have some pike and some things yep. actually come close up to. So, so you're fishing for pike. I mean, what else are you seeing up there? Um, I, I mainly do bass and bluegill. Uh, I th- I'm a catch and release type of guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting there unless I'm going with a buddy and helping him get bluegill. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and what is it? Webster's known for is it pike or musky? Musky, musky. musky. Uh, so people come from far away. Far, to... There's competitive. I, I've talked to a guy that that runs a company, and he goes, "I've actually beat the state record, and I just didn't send it in because I didn't care." But I beat the state record for musky, and I beat it pretty handily. And he's wow. like, "It was." Just hey, something hey, I threw back in. Threw it back, so it's still out there somewhere. Yeah, it is some out there somewhere. The, yeah, the about... gauntlet has been thrown. The yeah. monster's out there, people. Get out there. Get it done. But it's really brought me a new appreciation for outdoors here, especially the last few years. Um, CCAC has, has a lot of soccer programs. Soccer is obviously popular here. I'm not a soccer guy, but I still mm-hmm. play softball out there one to two nights a week. Uh, good competitive softball still. It's one of those that... I'd like to see another generation as as I started, you know, in my early 20s. I was kind of that up-and-coming generation now in my mid-30s. Mm-hmm. I'm not the, the young guy out there anymore, but I'd like to see more of those young people get out there and do that. And that's just a generational thing possibly, too, because soccer's really taken over and soccer programs are doing great out there. Mm-hmm. But uh, support that because they're talking about putting an indoor dome that's right. eventually out there to where they can play softball and soccer year-round, which... In a town of of Warsaw size and, and Kosciuszko County size, what is there seventy or eighty thousand people? Right. And so that would be pretty cool to to have an indoor facility like that. And I know that that will will gain some people and gain some momentum here. I think mm-hmm. in the next year or so. Well, let's see the City County Athletic Complex, a couple of miles west of Warsaw, just south yep. of thirty. Uh, I guess just just want to encourage folks to check that out. I mean, I know. With everything happening in the world with COVID-19, um, want to help the team at CCAC as they adjust and adapt. And I know folks from other counties that come over to participate in the teams at CCAC. I mean, it's a quite a draw that we we certainly want to support it. And uh, yeah, appreciate again Jeremy helping to get the word out about that. Yeah, and they also have great. It's a paved trail. It's like a uh, 1.8, 1.9 mile right. paved trail. It's very easy. My my three and five year old did it you know 50 times this summer it's really not a difficult walk but it's really pretty you go through the park you go through the woods you go through a covered bridge or not a, or a, an open bridge uh-huh. that goes over uh tippecanoe like tippecanoe or a stream uh, tip, off of it. the river the river there we go. river yeah i knew the word was out there but 
Uh, so yeah, there's there's a lot for that to be done as well. Right. So that's awesome. What about? I mean, we uh, we do ask a couple of kind of like future forward looking questions as we talk to folks. And again, appreciate you know your visibility and your role in the community. I mean, you're seeing a lot of the community. Yeah. Uh, what's here? Who's here? Uh, you know what what's your what's your vision for Kosciuszko County? I mean, again. You've, you and your family have chosen to be here. Uh, like, actually, I think all three of us have chosen to be here. We're all recovering Buckeyes, right? Yeah, that's correct. Former <laughs> Island. So, uh, you know, what's, right. what's your vision? What would you like the community to look like 10, 20 years from now? Um, I would like to get the community. I mean, I, I know that I don't control the money or everything. I'd like to see downtown get a little bit of a facelift, just clean up the buildings a little bit. Uh, and it, it started here in the last year or two. Um, but... I go through some other towns or suburbs or visit, and you just see some things get built up. Mm-hmm. And I'd like the Warsaw to, to continue that idea where these buildings are upkept and really, really become what they can become. And this could be a, a historic old town type of feel with a lot of people in it. Syracuse has really done a, a good job of building up here in the last 10 years or so, from when I first went up there in college to. To now, it looks like a different community because they've really put right. the effort in to grow it. They have. Uh, I'd like to see Warsaw to do that as well. And then I'd like to see some off-the-wall ideas. You know, we did talk about the arcade or something. Uh, I'd like to see some more more businesses that that people want to drive from, you know, from the surrounding counties to drive over. Hey, that's an attraction. So I'd like to see what those are. I don't know always, but I, I would like to see a few of them pop up that, that brings people in or brings something for kids to do or develop, like a rock line. I would be all about that. Or a ninja gym, you know, the American Ninja Warrior gym type of feel or that kind of thing. So, uh, yeah, I would love to see a few of those things. I'd like also to continue to, to money to be put in to, to maintain the public access for land for the hiking and those type of things mm-hmm. because it's beautiful. I mean, I... I got to see so many different animals and, and things and and learned how to pick up hunting here in the last year or two because I grew up in a suburb you know nobody hunted so uh, it, it's been a pretty cool transition but I'd like to continue to see the money focus on keeping you know the trails beautiful that people want to walk in and create that healthy lifestyle as well right right well I have my cliffhanger question but what else what else do you have Jody um, it, for a family that would be representative of your family, how what um, how would you sell them on Warsaw as a place to move to for uh, living, for engaging with the children, um, school system, etc.? So the school system's really top notch. They're led by it, it, I I don't know if I can. It's not PC. I don't care. But they're led by good Christian moral men, um, and, and the schools really connect really well. Uh, my wife's been a teacher for 12, 13 years. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. Something in there. But <laughs> the school district's awesome, uh, very connected. There's a lot of church programs. There's a lot of churches here, and you can get plugged in very easily. I run a T-ball league out at my church for five to eight-year-olds, or four to eight-year-olds, excuse me. And we have uh, an average of 100, 100 kids participating. That's just one of the programs, and, and there's plenty more. There's a lot of great youth sports. The school's you can be very involved very quick. And, and, and the teachers love involved parents that people want to get in. So it's very simple. Uh, you, you can go out and meet people very easily here. Restaurants, it, it's it's a big town with a small town feel because I know I my father-in-law who lives in Clearwater, 
he, he goes, hey, you can't go out to the store to get food anywhere without knowing at least one person. I said, I, I really can't. One time in the last three years, I went out to dinner and didn't know somebody by name or go, and go shake their hand. Sure. I mean, obviously you're not shaking hands at this point with yeah. everybody, but I, I text him because I've literally, everywhere you go, you, you know people. It's very easy to get involved. And if you want to be involved, you, you can be involved as much as you want. And that's very simple to jump into. It wasn't a, oh, I need to go find the right people when I'm here. It was, I jumped in. I got plugged into my church and then got plugged into the radio station and now I know, you know, 200 business owners in town by first name, on a first name basis with them, shake hands, hang out, uh, grab a bite with a lot of them. So that that's really simple. I mean, it sounds like it's, oh, that's just a basic answer. No, it's really easy. It's easy to find housing here. Uh, the realtors here are awesome. I, I, I know quite a few of them. It's easy to go, hey, I want to sell my home or I want to, I want to upgrade or downgrade or this, that, or the other. Mm-hmm. And it's just really friendly people here. It's that Midwest value that, that you don't understand that you're going to get. And even from where I grew up of a town of literally 5,000 people on the suburb of Dayton, 6,000, something to that degree, that feels bigger than it did here. And there's... I don't know, 18,000 in, in Warsaw, roughly. and Yeah, between Warsaw and Owners, probably about 20 together. Yeah, so it, it feels much smaller than that because you just know so many people. There's great golf courses here, a couple of them. There, there's a lot of outdoor. There's a lot of things that you can get plugged in pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Well, excellent. Thanks, Jeremy. All right, hit him with the tough one. All right, so this is the showstopper. Oh, you know, this is the Clearly Kosciuszko podcast. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate our friends at the Lilly Center for Lakes and Streams at Grace College uh, for really helping, you know, bring together, launch that 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 brand identity of Clearly Kosciuszko. This podcast is, is really part of our effort to help fill in, you know, what's that brand about? So we ask folks, I mean, when you hear the phrase Clearly Kosciuszko, you know, what does it mean to you? What does that phrase Come, what comes to mind when you hear Clearly Kosciuszko? Yeah, so Clearly Kosciuszko to me, first off, Nate and his team have done an awesome job branding that and, and really pushing that development. And I've known Nate for uh, nine or ten years now, so he's done an awesome job with that. So uh, Clearly Kosciuszko to me, though, is just what you see is what you get. It is really easy, that easy to get plugged in with people around here, get involved if you want to. I have a buddy that moved from Alaska, and he's like plugged into this, that, and the other, and he just loves it. And it's not hard for him to, to do those things because he wants to. Mm-hmm. So Clear Class Yasko is that it's, it's knowing what's here. It's getting the word out about these great trails, these great hidden gym restaurants, these, these things. You know, We do have some national chains, but we've got some great local business here so getting involved with that and and just you know I would say that there's so many people that that have hands in it and the radio station I consider a person in that Uh, the 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 Lake City Media and Lake City Radio I would say that there's just another hand in helping Mm -hmm. that we can push those things and so that's my experience of how I got involved with that but uh yeah and, and it's understanding the beauty there's over 100 lakes in the county understanding you know that there's that but also there's thriving business here right 
Fantastic. Right. Well, Jeremy, hey, thank you so much. Again, we appreciate all your work and contributions to the community to helping us get this Kalikoskiosko podcast off the ground. Right on. Uh, yeah, thanks, sure. It's yeah. been a great discussion. I'm sure we'll talk again soon. But uh, for now, the Kalikoskiosko podcast, uh, powered by Kedco and JC Innovations, 